Hey guys, really great podcast today. Excited to have my brother Mitchell Sneed on the podcast today. We talked about a, really a lot of things. Um, everything from fantasy football to some scientific advancements that are directly affecting his life and my life by proxy. So really interesting podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And for those of you who haven't met Mitchell, my brother, well, after this podcast, now you have. Enjoy. I'm a simple man. Turn it up. You turned up. I think I like the other mic better. The other mic is way better. I sounded but this better. is the only one that uh, is going to record us. <clears throat> so, uh, welcome everybody to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast. Today's guest is my own flesh and blood, Mitchell PC Sneed. Allegedly. Allegedly, it's true. We don't look alike. Um, we are recording out of. Um, the U.S. headquarters today in downtown Greenville in the conference room sharing a couple beers. Well, I have a beer. Um, <clears throat> Captain Lawrence's Brewing Company Orbital Tilt IPA. I have no idea where this is from. And what do you have? Uh, not your father's root beer. Alcoholic root beer. Fantastic. Yeah. Tastes like root beer with a little bit of booze on it. Cheers. Um, a lot of you guys have never met my brother, Mitchell, um, so I thought this would be a good opportunity to introduce him to you. Um, we go way back. A few years. For, uh, yeah, I mean, your entire life. Yeah. Most of mine. Yeah. Um, I kind of drug you kicking and screaming into you the fantasy. <laughs> no, I didn't drag you. I, I, I dragged you. Kicking and screaming into the fantasy football world. Mm-hmm. How's that working out for you? Uh, yeah, well, not great. Um, you did. Uh, you put a whooping on pretty much everybody this year. So you were one of the people that did auto drafting. Yes. And why did you do auto drafting? Would you like to share that with the class? Um, partially forgetting and partial laziness. Oh, I thought it was just all forgetting. So you, re- after you remembered, I forgot. I remembered it was halfway through. <laughs> so after you, after you remembered about the draft, yes. you decided to still do auto draft because of laziness. Well, this is what you're telling it me. It started, yes. Yeah. It it has already started. I had stuff to do. Yeah, what did you do? So I, I don't know really. Mm. Um, so you had never done fantasy football until I talked you into doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your view, your perception of fantasy football before you got you dived in, and and what is it now? Um, shoot, I uh, I didn't really. I mean, it's just didn't really have an opinion on I it. I didn't have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, what did they say? It was uh, Dungeons and Dragons for people who beat up people that played Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I've never been much of a football fan. Yeah, I don't, I don't keep up with it. I don't watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but you know, which seems is, like yeah. something to talk about. Which is interesting because, well, I guess I'm the biggest sports fan in the family, 
But yeah, I feel like sure. I got that from dad. Or at least I got the Niners stuff from dad. For sure. Yeah. But he's like, he's completely gone off. So really, it's, it's he and I that enjoy football. Right. And then you and our other brother, Joe, and Neela, our sister, Neela, mom, mm-hmm. nobody else really watches it. No. No, no interest. But you're a, you're a big gamer, though. So I felt like fantasy football has that a little bit of that gaming aspect it to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, it's really very in-depth, but... Yeah. I, um... So, have, have you been enjoying... So, you're winning this year, which is the... I am. So, getting back to the auto-draft thing, every, pretty much everybody so that auto-drafted is now starting to win, um, I think. Except for, I think Jared Bans is still losing. Sorry, bud. Um, but, so, now that you're winning, what, what, how do you feel about it? Are you enjoying it? Do you like fantasy football? Like, what are your perceptions? Winning's fun. Yep. But, um, no, I mean, my perceptions haven't changed too much, honestly. It's, uh, it's fun to check in. I, I do check in more often now yeah. that I'm doing better. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit more invested. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, maybe, maybe next year I'll even be more into it. I don't know. Cool. So... Tell, um, since people haven't met you, I think you've met a few people. You've probably met Eric Harris when he's been in town. Um, I think you've actually been out to their, their property before in Ohio. in Ohio. Yeah. Didn't you go out there one year? Was it... Did you have chickens? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, they have yeah, chickens. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah. 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 I met him. Their chickens, lay blue, <laughs> their chickens lay blue eggs. Did you know that? I did not know that. Oh. That's well, if you'd cool listened though. to episode three, you would have known that. I, um... <laughs> So that's how you find out I don't listen to them. Yeah, ask questions. I listened to the first one, and I started the last one. Okay, the last one with, the, with yeah. um, Elliot Humphrey in Germany? Yes. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Pretty sure he's a spy. Oh, Did, really? Have, have you listened? I, have, how much have you listened to? I didn't get to? that far. You didn't get that far? Okay. That far. So he, I started spy asking him questions. Spy for us? I think for us. Or yeah. against us. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's for us. He works for, the, he's, uh, works for the Air Force, or he's in the Air Force. Okay. Um, I started asking him some questions about like what he does and he's like oh I'm in relations with other countries and mm. stuff and I, was, and I was like oh it sounds like you're a spy and he was like oh no you know those people are brave you know? <laughs> and I was like well that sounds something that, like a spy would say and then later on he's like I asked he was recommending a book and, uh, and I said, what books are you, or what, you know, he said, I'd like to recommend something I'm reading. And I was like, with that, he's like, it's a book on persuasion. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it ties in well with my job. I was like, okay. Okay. Like this guy. But we can't talk about that. So don't tell anybody. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell anybody what it is. Cut this part out? Yep. Cut it out. Cut it out. Tag it. Yep. Tag it. Tagging, cutting it out. <laughs> um, so tell us about yourself. Puppies, long walks on the beach. What are you, what are you into? I don't have either of those. No? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well played, well played. Um, give give uh, everybody a little bio. I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. Where did you come from? Okay. Where are you going? I don't like that one. What have you learned? What have I learned? Yeah. Um, do I have to answer them just, in order? Just proliferate. Go ahead. Okay, proliferate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was born here in Greenville, South Carolina. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm here right now. Yep. And there was some stuff that happened in between there. Lived in Ohio for a little while. Yeah, we have to look up the definition of proliferate. Yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
proliferate. It's a rapid increase of numbers. Uh, pontificate is probably the word I was looking for. <laughs> pontificate. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're only half of one beer deep, and uh, I don't know the meaning of words anymore. Proliferate. Uh, proliferate it has to do with the expansion of numbers. Numbers. Rapidly. Rapidly. So do not proliferate on your life experiences. Okay. Um, I was going to say pontificate. Now, pontificate means to express one's opinions in a way considered annoyingly pompous or dogmatic. So, I mean, you can go that route if you want. Okay. Um, But maybe we can come up with something different. Um, Elaborate. Um, That's probably... It's involving many careful arranged parts or details. Detailed, complicated, and design planning. Mm -hmm. Um... Muse is a rock band. I'm good with just looking up definitions for like the next. You want to just look up definitions of words? Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. It's going to be a lot more interesting. Um, You'd like to crowdsource? It's going to be a lot more interesting than my life story. (laughs) Uh, I uh, I doubt that. Uh, We'd like to crowdsource some uh, definitions for um, something having to do with with, uh, talking about one's life in detailed, but not having pre planned it. Just kind of off the cuff. If you could off the cuff walk through kind of what brought you to where you are today, what you do for uh, a living, what uh, opportunities and you have in your life, challenges you have in your life, go for it. It's a very broad, wide. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me a lot of groundwork with I mean, you. we got 29 years to cover, so. Uh, not yet. Mm. So, hey, my birthday is uh, November 3rd. <laughs> uh-huh. 29 days away. 30 days away. Is it really? Yeah. What's the math Today's the fourth. Math's hard. There's 31 days. 31 days? Cut this part out. Yeah, 28 um, days away. I have no <laughs> idea. 20. Um, so yeah, I was born in Greenville. We moved to Ohio. Uh-huh. How old were you when you moved, when we moved? To, I was 17. I, you were 10? I was. I would have been 9. I would oh, turn, I was 16. Yeah, I would have turned 10 in, in November. Yeah, we moved to so, Ohio because our dad yeah. became a pastor and took the pastor mm-hmm. to a church yep. in Tip City, Ohio. Tip City, Ohio. Um, on Kessler Frederick Road, which that would have been 2000, year, the year 2000. Anyways, you moved to Ohio. What happened in Ohio? Um, well, lived there for a while. <laughs> Went mm-hmm. to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I spent my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um a little, little bit of community college up there. That's about it. Yeah. Um, you know, moved back down here in 2012. Nice. The year the world ended. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, came to an end December 21st. Yep. yep. Just six months before it all ended. 2012. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Um, that mind calendar uh, proved to be quite problematic. Yeah. Um, well, so there's a, there's a lot of theories out there that we're actually living in a simulation. Yeah. Uh, from aliens. Um, right. So that seems it's to have some... creationism merit. for people who doesn't believe in creationism. Yes, exactly. So. Yes. Um, aliens are, are the gods for people who don't believe in God. Right. Who came down and started life on Earth because they're smart aliens and they're more advanced than us. Yes. But it couldn't have been... Like, it would be absurd to think that God would do that. But aliens probably aliens don't hold you accountable. Oh, wow, getting deep. That's good. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. 
Um, all right, so I want to talk about um, the, something that I'm really excited about, and it's a um, spinal treatment that you've been getting uh, recently called Spinraza. Yeah. Can you talk through us about what that is and and why you need that? Um, well, I don't know all of the technical and scientific terms for it, um, but basically there are proteins your spine makes, mm-hmm. and my body does not make those proteins and they cannot be synthesized. Right. So, um, and these are proteins in your spinal column that cause muscle growth, muscle growth. Yeah. And, um, it is what allows you to build muscle. Um, um, just any sort of, uh, strength gains or anything like that. Um, and you so, were born without these proteins in your spinal column. Yeah. Um, but so you, you were able to develop a certain amount of muscles, but once you got to a certain age or a certain amount of muscle mass, your body quit producing new muscle or growing muscle. Is that correct? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so essentially what this medicine does, it, it's, um, it's injected into the spine, into the base of the spine. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, let's, it, let's dig, before we okay. get into, to get into that, let's dig into a little bit. So. Um, if you haven't met Mitchell before, um, uh, you wouldn't know just by listening to him, but um, since, what, the age of five? Or maybe a little older, age of six, I seven. I got diagnosed at three. You got diagnosed with uh, spinal muscular atrophy. Yes. Type two yeah. at three, at age three. and But you have been bound to a wheelchair since when, age? Um, I, th- I mean, well, the, I you were kind of in I and out bro- up until you were five. You broke your leg yeah, when you were eight. Yeah, I, I used a uh, walker and things like that, a little three-wheeled scooter. Mm-hmm. Um, until you were almost eight years old, right? Yeah, and then I broke a leg. Yeah, you fell and broke your leg. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, so my muscles atrophied, and I wasn't able to rebuild that muscle. To get that leg strength back. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So wheelchair bound since age eight. Um but you kind of have defied some of defied some odds or some statistics, right? I think when you were first diagnosed, they said you wouldn't live past the age of five or six, right? Right. And then they right. said maybe not past the age of a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're 29 years old. Right. And um, in some respects, you're as healthy as you've been ever been. Yeah. In some respects. And yeah. uh, just recently, there, uh, just in the last couple of years, there's been a development of a drug called um, Spinraza. Well, I don't know if it's a drug. It's um, yeah. It be, is it a drug? It's yeah, classified it's a as a drug. drug? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so called Spinraza that they can inject into your spine, and essentially the idea is that that this can um, recreate some of the the body's ability to regain muscle. So this is like um, Clark Kent. Um, Christopher Reeves, is that was who was the who was Superman? Yeah, Chris, Christopher. Reeves, Christopher yeah. Reeves. He got. Remember, he broke his neck when he fell yeah. off the horse. Quadriplegic. There was a big Super Bowl commercial they did um, 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it must have been more than fifteen years ago because it was before he died. Where um, they had made these advancements in medicine, and he got up out of his wheelchair and started walking. Right. It was computer generated, but they, they were right. said they were on this pathway to do this. And now through drugs like Spinraza, that are. Um, pointed directly into your spinal column there's a possibility that that some of that's actually going to start happening um and you went through a year-long testing right to get approved for this drug and have just it's recently been a little bit more than a year a little bit more than yeah a year. it's been a while yeah tell me about that tell me about that story um, about how you heard about this and and where you're at with it now 
Um, it just, it, well, it popped up out of nowhere, the drug. Everybody was kind of, kind of surprised about it in the SMA community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they had been testing it on um, just infants. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming they started originally. with lab rats before that, right? Oh, they weren't like... Could have. I don't know. <laughs> I think they they were like, hey, this is cool. Let's grab some babies. Just and grabbing babies, yeah. Grabbing babies. Just grabbing babies, yeah. yeah. I don't know, maybe they did. I don't know. People have been disappearing. So, um, but apparently that worked. So, you know, however you got to get stuff done. Yeah. Um, and they were seeing improvements from children that were born with SMA. Yeah, and they were seeing such promising results that they kind of fast-tracked the drug. Oh, wow. To being, yeah, so... Um, they actually approved it for adults before they tested it on adults, which is interesting. Oh. So um, I could be getting mutant powers. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but um, so I guess maybe because they tested it on humans, like it wasn't right, like they yes. went straight right, from exactly. Normally, puppies I, to. I guess well, it was still a surprise from what I understand. Normally, there would be some more clinical trials on adults, but okay. Um, whatever it is, they uh, decided to fast track it. Okay. So, um, and what were the improvements that they saw in the babies that they were so sure? Um, well, they were just seeing a general increase in strength. Um, they were hitting a more regular benchmark to, you know, what what children would normally be at a certain stage. Yeah. Say they hit two years old, three years old. Yeah. Um, they were seeing these children that would normally. Um, be weak or dying at that age being like normal children without SMA. Yeah. So So they went from I, um, I think I read a story yeah. where a, there was a baby that was born with um, SMA and I don't remember how old they were. Um, they had to be old because they noticed the symptoms. And I think by the uh, they did Spinraza at 18 months or 2 years. So the, the, the child was born with SMA. When it got to 8 months they noticed the baby wasn't rolling over or sitting up could never sit up and at age at 18 months they did the spinraza treatment and the baby started sitting up and crawling yeah 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 so um these children that would normally be very sick or dying or weak yeah um were just normal kids um so it's a little late to completely reverse it so what right. this what this does is essentially um i mean it, it reverses it to an extent in somebody that's your age yes yeah. okay but so the main benefit for me though is it will drastically slow down the progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, um, I'll be doing the same things at thirty-five as at thirty. Um, mm-hmm. uh, to where some just, of the motor functions yeah. in your hands, where you have difficult difficulty with motor uh, motor functions in your fingers and that kind of thing, that kind of stuff can improve. Is that right. the idea? Yeah. yeah. So um, it slows down the progression of the disease. Yeah. So um, a lot of people that are in their 30s, they start to become nearly paralyzed. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not able to lift their arms up at all. I, I still have some movement I can type and things like that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it will allow me to keep that and possibly improve on that. Yeah. And you just had your first, so you went through a year, a little over a year of getting uh, pre-approved. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had to have surgery because the way your the way your spine was shaped, or a, a previous surgery you'd had on your spine was causing a problem where they couldn't get to your spinal column to inject. Right. So you'd have a, had to had to have a surgery to drill a hole through your spine, so they'd mm-hmm. have a play an injection site to put this drug in. And you had your first treatment last Friday. Yeah. So, so and yeah. you have treatment every two weeks for how long? Uh, my next one will be next. So it will be two weeks. I will have my second injection. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a week from today. Mm-hmm. 
and then I have two weeks after that, I'll have another one, mm-hmm. and then I'll have another injection a month after that one, and then after that, it'll be four months for before your next one. Yeah. Uh, and then so how many? How many is this an indefinite? Okay, indefinite injections. Yeah, until after they that. find something better, which it's very possible that they yeah, will. At the speed that this is yeah. advancing, there's there's um, a lot of um, positive prognosis. Right. Right. A lot of optimism around the drug. Uh, um, so just fa- I think that's fascinating. It's incredible. It's stuff that yeah. you thought we thought was just science fiction. Oh, yeah, I didn't 15, expect When we were all. kids, right? Yeah. You know, 15 years ago. Yeah. Longer than that. And now all of a sudden it's there and, and you just got your first treatment of this quote-unquote scientific miracle drug. Yeah. Super soldier drug? Super soldier. <laughs> oh, it's no. It's the next one. You're going to yeah. become a, a super soldier and beat the crap out of me for all the times I tortured you as a child. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. At least once. I digress. So, uh, at least once. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, that's cool. I, I'm I'm super excited about it. It's, it's fascinating. Um, so the other thing is, uh, you have your second injection coming up in a week, right? Yep. Um, on October 11th. Um, yep. Which might hinder some plans of ours. So I'm a little disappointed about this. I am too, actually. It's, uh, it's kind of 50-50 on what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so Mitchell and I are supposed to go see Bill Burr live um, in Asheville, North Carolina on October 11th. And uh, Mitchell has a Spinraza injection yeah. scheduled for Friday. So I guess the question is, where do, your priorities, where do your priorities lie? I mean, Bill Burr with your brother or... Chance I mean, to walk. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> so that's true. That's true. How uh, how is Spinraza better than laughter? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> I don't know. I just gotta see if I can inject some of that comedy into my spine. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So I'm gonna put an invite out there. If anybody wants to, if Mitchell can't make it to the Bilber performance on. Friday night, October 11th, which is still to be determined. Right. Um, I'm going to put an open invite out there if anybody wants to drive down to Asheville next week and get a ticket for Bill Burr's new tour. This is all yeah. new material by Bill Burr, by the way. It's, yeah. uh, his special was released a month ago, and this is all new material that, that no one's heard or has not been on his special before. So if you're a Bill Burr fan or a stand-up comedy fan, this is a big deal. Do we know how new this tour is? Like, I think what he, show I think number he, this is? He tours... So his process is interesting. He tours all the time. Yeah. And when he feels like he's got a great set, he records a special, but just keeps going. So I, there may be... There actually may be components that are still in there, but it's, he's developing yeah, new stuff. It's kind of a revolving door. There's not... I don't know if he totally shuts down and starts over or how that works, but it's interesting. Um, so based on your, so let's get back to sports. Okay. Um, your, how, what's your record? Three and one? I can check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> how do you, uh, see yourself doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. Who are you playing this weekend? It's going to be a close one. I'm playing, uh, team Oranje. 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 Yeah. It's not Oranje. It's, uh, oh, Matt, I am so sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to obliterate this. 
It's somewhere in the Netherlands. Norway. Okay. Might be Poland, which is not in the Netherlands. Um, oh, gosh. Oranje, Team Oranje, it has to do with the national team um, from a country that he spent many years in. He might have actually grown up there. He was a missionary. Okay. Um, and I want to say it's of the, it might be the national team of the Netherlands, the colors of the Netherlands. Um, I know as much about this as I do the word proliferate. Okay. Um, but that's their national colors, and they um, Oranje is the... Uh, that's a color. Yeah. So Matt Murphy was the first interview. Did you listen to that one? I did. Yeah. Okay. So that's who you're playing against this week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you're playing against my brother. So uh, what's the projected score? Um, I think it's like 128 to 124. On your side or Matt? So. All right. So that'll be one to watch. Current. He's currently winning. So. Nice. As, as of 5:06. <laughs> oh yeah so he is projected 123 you're projected 128 he played Disley for Seattle which is a good play oh Coop, yeah Cooper Cup went for 22.2 points he had Disley LA Rams defense and Greg Zerline as the kicker who missed the game winning field goal last night mm. so it's going to be a close matchup mm. solid man alright so the way that we wrap up the podcast a little game we call 3M. All right? Okay. Movie, music, media. Okay. Give us your top um, selection for each category. Top movie at the moment. Based on anything? Based on anything. Which is something new that you're into or all time. Something that you can recommend to everybody else to pay attention to. Um, and media is kind of a, a catch-all for everything else. Um, whether that's audio or physical media, something like that. Mm, I should have been listening to this podcast. <laughs> I had some time to think about that. Movie recommendation. Uh, John Wick 3. Yes! It's the best movie I've seen in like, the past year. Yes. It's so um, good. I haven't watched a whole lot of movies. Not as many as I normally do. Yeah. But you want a quality action movie. Yeah, yeah. And a series that just each movie gets better than the last. Yeah. John Wick. Oh, so good. And then, so let's pause on that for a minute. Okay. John Wick like you would think would just be a terrible movie. It's literally Keanu, it Re- it's Keanu Reeves walking around shooting people. Yeah. Which well, is, is, or defending himself. It's the, the, the basic plot. Right. These, one, two, and three, like John Wick one, two, and three are some of the best movies I've ever seen. And they, they get better with each one. I think John Wick three is better than two. Two right. is better than one. And they, they all just blow my mind every time. Fantastic. I highly recommend them. Yeah. I mean, they keep the story simple. Elliot Humphrey will like it because he's a spy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You keep. Sorry. I mean, no, you were about to. Uh, you were about to proliferate. Pro- proliferate. Proliferate on, 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 on uh, Keanu Reeves. On Keanu Reeves. They keep it simple. Um, yeah. Stor- simple story. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be anything without the fight. Yeah. Choreography. Yeah. So I think that's really the key. And yeah. Keanu Reeves doing all his own stunts and. That's what makes it pushing the limits constantly. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't watch the movies, just watch mo- uh, clips of him training for the movies. Mm. That's that's just yeah. as impressive. Yeah. More impressive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Cool. John All right. Three. Um, music. Music. It can be Dropkick Murphys if you want. Dropkick Murphys? Nobody's going to hate that's on that. That's a callback from... <laughs> that's, that's old school. That was 2007. That was a lot. 
Uh, uh, number one dropkick Murphy fan right here, Mitchell Sneed. I suppose. Yeah, I, haven't, I potentially. couldn't name their last five albums, but... Neither <laughs> um, can anybody else. Shipping up to bot, they couldn't. They're too wasted. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> um, so, uh, music. I just lost Spotify. I mean, I just have a mix, so it's just I don't even know what I'm listening to. Yeah, well, what do you so have a category for your mix? Um... Indie folk alternative crap. So indie folk alternative mix on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, you get some good stuff in there. You get yeah, some good you variety. Get some good stuff. But for sure. Yeah, I wish I had a better answer for that. It's all good. It's perfect. Lo-fi. Lo-fi is some cool stuff. Yeah. What is lo-fi? Lo-fi. So it's um, it is uh, a digital mix of music, um, where they put uh, filters on the music to make it sound like low quality low, fi- low fidelity music yeah and they oh, usually interesting yeah they usually take clips from um, they'll take a lot of quotes and things from movies and just kind of mix it in um, it's very um, it's it's very big with DJs and things and it's just lots of different mixes yeah um, well how would I find that I, you searched. can just look up lo-fi there's lo-fi, lo-fi on like YouTube or Spotify yeah, or something yeah and there's just it has a lot of different things um, they have what they call vaporwave which is focused on 80s music and things like that and they just do different mixes and make it um, just cool. a low fidelity things and sounds like some Steve Aoki stuff yeah very yeah you would you would find that in the with same Steve mix. Aoki's yeah. music interesting yeah yeah okay um Cool. Now, I, I introduced 3M by saying you had to give music, movies, and media, media. but it's, it's either or of each. So, I don't know whether media we were talking <laughs> about. What are you reading these days? Um, I'm currently reading uh, The Long Goodbye by Raymond Chandler. The Long Goodbye by the Raymond Chandler? The Long Ch- Goodbye. The Long Goodbye so by who? Raymond Chandler. Raymond Chandler. Maybe Chandler. I don't Chandler. know. Chandler. All, right. All right. Um, it it's an old, gritty, detective noir book. Um, it's very good. These old, these old. It's it's almost it's like uh, higher than pulp fiction, mm-hmm. but um, it's still that same feel of the that, that old detective oh, yeah. noir. Yeah. The Long Goodbye by Raymond Chandler. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> Published in 1953. Yeah. Nice. So he he has a whole series of those. And cool man. It's really good. It's very good. Nice. Hey, well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I was forced to. <laughs> As in no everything, is the, everything I have you get involved in is yeah. by force. I want you to like so, the things that I like, Mitchell. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're more intellectual than I am. That's fine. Oh. Cool. Well, thanks All for right. coming on, man. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having me. In honor of Mitchell's music request, we are going to play him out on some lo-fi hip-hop. The artist is Akira the Dawn featuring Elon Musk. And you can find more of his music on YouTube. Search for the album Optimistic and Wrong, Meaning Wave. Enjoy. Well, the argument for the simulation, I think, is quite strong. Because if you assume any improvements at all over time, any improvement, 1%, 0.1%, just extend the time frame, make it a thousand years, a million years. The universe is 13.8 billion years old. 
civilization, if you're very generous, civilization is maybe seven or eight thousand years old. If you count it from the first writing, there's nothing. There's nothing. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then games will be indistinguishable from reality. Or civilization will end. One of those two things will occur. Anyway, I, I don't want to sound like, like things are too dark, because I think like you, you kind of have to be optimistic about the future. There's no point in being pessimistic. It's just too negative.
Maybe they're where you are right now. You might not be. Right now, you think you're in a studio in LA. Akira. You might be in a computer. Yeah. I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. Than pessimistic and right. Than pessimistic and right. I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right.